0: Hey, hey, mama, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I am so excited you are here. Today, we are talking all about variety. Variety is truly the spice of life and the key to our children's and our, honestly, health. So we're gonna be talking all about that, what that looks like, how to get it, all the things, and I'm really excited to share that with you. But first, before we dive into that, I want to first say thank you. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for tuning in, subscribing, downloading, all the things. And a special shout out to all of those who take the extra minute or two to write me a written review. It means so much to me. And I know it means so much to the moms that it helps get this podcast be shown to as well. And it just means the world to me. So I actually want to read one of your written reviews here. This one is from Krishma87. Uh, She said, Uh, dinner has always been a struggle. I think the way I was raised nutritionally, it's hard to break a cycle like that. No choice in foods made to finish your whole plate, etc. Alyssa's podcast on when to worry and ideas to help with picky eaters have helped so much in shifting my mindset on how to feed my toddler and the best part, they actually work. Her advice advice is amazing. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for that wonderful review. I really appreciate it. I always take time to read through them and they all mean so much to me. And I hope one day to be able to share every single one here on the podcast. So thank you for that. All right, let's get into variety. So as we all know, variety is so important for our little ones and also for us, but you know, that's a whole different topic. Variety is key for toddler's health for several different reasons, which I want to get into here with you. So, first and foremost, variety is important for us to get our vitamins, minerals, nutrients, antioxidants really, all of the things. We actually cannot get a healthy, healthful diet if we're eating the same thing every day, even if it's the most healthy food that you can think of right now like the tip top most recommended food or like the most balanced meal even if we ate it every single day, it actually wouldn't be healthy. I know. And this actually comes to play with why I believe all foods fit. It's important to have a variety of different types of food, different food groups, different colors of food, textures of food, all of the things, because it really does help us with our health and immunity and getting all the nutrients we need. And I think that's kind of a wild concept for us because... (laughs) If you're anything like me and can kind of lean a little type A or... Again, maybe like me, you just want to be kind of lazy and just like, this is the healthiest thing I can eat. So I'm going to eat it every day from here on out. First of all, our lives would be pretty boring because food is fun, but beyond the point, it actually wouldn't be healthy for us to eat the same food or even the same handful of foods over and over and over again. So part of the reason why that is not only we've already touched on the fact that you're not getting a wide variety of vitamins, minerals, nutrients, all those sorts of things, but also because it doesn't feed our gut properly. So our gut microbiome, which hopefully one day will be an entire episode on its own, but our, mutt gu- our gut microbiome, <laughs> our mutt gicromyrome, <laughs> oh, thanks for being here, you guys, um, is actually fed by the food that we eat, which makes sense, right? It's a living organism inside of us, and it's getting fed. If we continue to feed it the exact same prebiotics... It's going to create the same um, gut microbiome in your belly over and over and over again, which is very limited. We actually want a variety of different foods or food prebiotics for our gut so that it can expand, so that it can keep us healthy, so that our, we actually like, the thing you want most with gut health is variety. So if you're picking up a probiotic, You want one that has the most strains of bacteria. (laughs) I know that sounds so crazy, but that's what actually builds up our gut health and keeps it healthy and running smooth. And did you know that our gut is the number one place, the pit stop of all illnesses, meaning that it is also our immune system. It is the first stop of our immune system to keep bad things out and good things in. So it's really important for us to feed our gut properly especially important for toddlers because name one thing that a toddler hasn't licked oh wait oh wait oh wait they have licked everything right so we want to keep that gut healthy which means we want to offer a variety of food all right so i think we're on board with the gut health thing we're on board with the immunity we're on board with getting the nutrients from all different places right now, I kind of want to shift our focus and be a little less like physiological and a little more mental for our little ones. It's also important to continue offering variety to our little ones to kind of keep them on their toes, if you will. Actually, mix things up so that they're used to change. It's really easy for our toddlers and for us to get in a rut and just be okay with the same foods over and over again. This might actually be what you see when your toddler is preferring a certain type of brand or Color and you're like, what is happening? Even the same texture, because they're used to purees or they're used to crunchy foods or they're used to smuckers jelly or whatever it is, right? That's because we've kind of gotten in a rut or they've gotten in a rut of what they prefer. And then maybe we continue offering it to them because we know they'll eat it and we want them to eat, right? This is that delicate balance of being considerate, but not catering to them and kind of walking this line of, I want you to eat but i don't want you to get stuck in a rut right it's a whole freaking dance so i get it that being said offering variety even in the smallest of ways i'm talking like you usually cut your peanut butter and jelly into squares try triangles even starting there with variety of what they see what they feel how they smell it what it tastes like temperature all of those things offering variety. Is super key to keeping our kids and toddlers out of a rut. So that's also a huge reason why variety is key. Okay, now I want to share this with you because I don't want to just tell you how important variety is and then like not tell you how to get it. So we're going to go over some frameworks here for you. But I think too, one of kind of the foundations we have to ask is, okay, what is variety? Like, what does that look like then? Right? I've already kind of touched on it, but variety is simply offering a variety of different types of food. When you think of types of food, I want you to think kind of in food groups, right? So we've got fruit, vegetables, grains, protein foods, dairy foods, right? Those are our food groups. And so not only do we want to vary from those food groups, but then even within those food groups, we want to look a little bit deeper, take one layer down and say, okay, now how do I get a variety of fruit? Well, how do I get a variety of vegetables, grains, protein, and dairy? It doesn't all have to be like just the the top ones that come to mind. Does that make sense? It's not just a banana, a carrot, a piece of bread, uh, piece of chicken and some milk, we're actually looking one layer deeper of saying, okay, within the fruit category, how can I be really variable with what types of fruit that I'm offering? This is where I want you to start thinking about the different types of variety within fruit. So colors are a great one to start with. That doesn't feel too overwhelming for us, right? We've heard like eat the rainbow, right? This is kind of a great guide to say, how can I get some variety into my little ones without having to like have a master's in nutrition, you know? <laughs> Okay. So we want to start with like the different colors. How can I offer more red fruits, more orange fruits, more yellow fruits, more purple fruits or violet fruits or all these sorts of things. My favorite way to do this too is I have kind of my handful of staples and then I always pick one to three, depending on the week and how much mental energy I have new ones. And when I mean my new, it doesn't mean brand spanking new to the planet or to our family, but like I haven't eaten this food in a while. So a while back, I shared on my Instagram stories that we found Longdon fruit. Um, and that one was our new fruit that week, right? Or kiwis, kiwis we hadn't bought in weeks, but I just bought some kiwis. So it's just trying new things as they kind of spring up as they go on sale. That's a great way to get some variety things that go on sale typically will be foods that are in season and we know seasons change which means that the variety is keeping up with that as well so that's a great way to think of it the other way to look at variety is the texture the taste so we're kind of going across the taste what fruit fits the sweet right of course most fruits do what fruit is sour what fruit is savory looking at the different flavor profiles that they have is also really helpful So I kind of want to pass this on to you, if you guys didn't see my Instagram stories right now this week, because it's my birthday, birthday week. Okay, I really got to stop singing, I'm sorry. But because it's my birthday week, I put my revamp system on sale. So I want to share that with you, what that is, but also, and maybe even more importantly, what the framework is there, kind of what the mindset was behind it, and how you can even implement the system as well in your home. So first and foremost, my revamp system is my rebuild and expand variety meal plan. And it is one of the things I'm most proud of because let me tell you why. Not only did I create it, which I feel like utter pride for anything I create from scratch by myself. You'll know it's by myself because my food photography skills are not above par, I would say, I wouldn't even say they're par. They're a little below par. So if you can handle that, that is available for you. But inside this revamp system, I kept it so simple. And if you know me at all, I struggle with keeping things simple. I struggle without going off on tangents or talking about this and then taking these little angles and doing X, Y, Z and going above and beyond. I struggle with it. But I wanted to keep the revamp system super simple and to the point. Something that moms could actually use in their everyday, weekly lives that doesn't overwhelm them. Doesn't take more energy, mental energy, mental space than I want to save, right? Like that was my whole thing. I want it to be able to be mindless, take the mental energy out of it, like cancel the decision fatigue that we all have of what's for dinner, how do I make a new dinner, how do I add variety to dinner, (laughs) all these sorts of things is kind of the buildup of why revamp came to be. So let me explain a little bit about. What it actually is, how it can help you, if it's for you, but then also kind of handing you over the framework and saying, hey, this makes sense, regardless of what your home staples are. So, first and foremost, the revamp system. I call it a system, it's a meal plan. I don't know. You can kind of call it whatever you want. But essentially, I give you five what I call base recipes per category. So there are 5 breakfast recipes, there are 5 lunch recipes, there are 5 snack recipes and 5 dinner recipes. These are the base recipes. So there are 20 total base recipes. And these are staples. Especially if you're an American, these are staples. These are a lot of picky eating picky eater friendly recipes intentionally simple so that we don't lose our minds (laughs) and intentionally ones that most picky eaters accept of course not all but so that we can have like a jumping off point okay so 20 base recipes and then from each base recipe i give you five variations of that recipe so in total there's 120 recipes now do not get overwhelmed (laughs) 120 recipes But what I recommend is following a rotation, which I provide to you inside of Revamp as well. So if you just wanna take it like step-by-step, you can do that, it is a complete system. I hand it over to you, you open it, you follow it. (laughs) That is it. And really what this does is it takes these base recipes and it builds on them. It uses a technique I teach inside Table Talk called bridging and food chaining to take one food and bridge it to the next. And although you do not have to fully understand these principles or techniques, if you're in table talk and you understand them, that's wonderful, it's awesome, um, but you don't have to know it to follow the revamp system because it literally does it for you. (laughs) So I intentionally did that while also making sure that it is intentionally, slowly, but surely and strategically increasing the variety of food that you're putting in front of your little ones because we all know if you don't put it in front of your little ones, they won't eat it, right? It's as simple as that. So your best case scenario is continuously putting a variety of food right in front of them because only when it's on their plate are they going to have the opportunity to try it, to eat it, to lick it, to throw it on the floor, all those sorts of things. So it's really intentional about adding that variety slowly. So, let's talk a little bit about how you can do this for yourself. So, you start with a base recipe of yours, a recipe that you know your little one will eat. Then you're going to change that recipe ever so slightly to be kind of new for them, a different variety of that same meal. But remember, we want to be intentional about the type of variety we're offering. So whether that's with all of the food groups, or maybe you're switching out, you know, and adding different colors, flavors, textures, spices, temperatures, really all of the variety that we've been talking about in this entire episode. So you can slowly build on those those uh, base recipes to include variety, right? It's a slow but steady process that really helps our little one accept more foods and increase their intake of those foods, right? So this is a really helpful framework for you to adopt in your home with your meals in getting more variety put in front of your little ones. Now, of course, if you don't wanna put the effort into it, the thought process into it, and you want someone to just kind of like hand you a system well, that's where revamp comes in. And like I said, it is on sale for my birthday week this week only. So that sale ends Monday at midnight. So if you want to take advantage of that, I will definitely link it up below. And I wanted to answer a few questions that typically come up for people when they're hearing about revamp for the first time. The first one, and honestly, my favorite question is, do I have to be a good cook? (laughs) My answer is no. In all reality, These recipes are kind of foolproof. And I say that as someone who was raised by a mom who like idolized Rachel Ray and would not be in the kitchen for longer than 30 minutes. So now I don't want to be in the kitchen for longer than 30 minutes. So all of my recipes are between five and 30 minutes of hands on time. And most of them are super simple. And maybe even some of them you're going to look at and be like, oh, this is a little too simple. But that's what I want you to think because it's important for our little ones to start small. Now some of them get quite advanced so you'll notice if you pick up the revamp system that they start with those base recipes that are very simple, very easy, very easily accepted and then each week or rotation or variation, however you decide to kind of use this system for you, gets a little bit more advanced. We bring in a few more things, we let go of a few more things, we get a little bit riskier each with each variation, which is very intentional. So if you follow the rotation, it's a slow expanse from that base recipe. Some people like to follow it like word for word, day by day and completely start that way, which is really nice and kind of like releases that mental space. Some people like to stay on each variation for a week or two or three or four times and then move on to the next variation. Some people like to skip around, hop around, just kind of get inspired by it all those sorts of things. And I will tell you that throughout the entire revamp system, there's not only recipes, there's like picky eating tips and time-saver tips and mom hacks, and basically everything that was in my brain about cooking is right there for you. So no, you do not have to be a good cook. They are beginner recipes is kind of how I would call them. And a lot of them are really foolproof. All right, I also wanted to answer a question I get is what ages does this work for? So really it's one plus. So any child above the age of one um, will, you know, be fine with these recipes. Of course, you have to like modify some things for choking hazards. And in all reality, I'd probably feed my baby this if I was doing baby led weaning. So even then I would say six months plus if you're doing baby led weaning and feel comfortable offering um, whole foods or modifying your meals to fit for a baby. All right. The next question that I get is what about vegetarian families or allergies? So I do have a swap list that comes with revamp. So you can kind of swap things out, whether that's allergies or for meat, anything like that. There are plenty of vegetarian recipes on there. Um, vegan, not so much. So unless you are really good at self swapping, as I would call it, uh, vegan, probably not a great fit for us right now. Maybe one day in the future, but um, vegetarian for sure. There are, I would say maybe even 50% of the recipes are vegetarian already just in it of itself. So I hope that answers your question about revamp. I hope this was a helpful episode talking about variety, why it's important, how you can include variety into your everyday life, into the meals that you are already feeding your little ones. And that's all I've got for you today. So I hope this was helpful. And don't forget to check out the description box below for any links or any helpful tips. Uh, And either way, I will see you next week.